I'm Mike Peters. I'm Dan Morfitt. And this... This... Is Top top Content. I I got really... I I get angry a lot, as you can tell. I got really (laughs) angry because the missus the other day watched this documentary. So... God, we're going through it today. Stamp of Duty is a great idea. Let me just write that down. Stamp of Duty. Stamp of Duty. Yeah. That's a great idea. There's been a news story today that Britney Spears has come out and said, I'm getting really, really annoyed with all the documentaries that's coming out in my name. Yes. Dragging up things from years and years ago. Mm. It's not helping me now, and it might not help my future. Mm. What started off as something altruistic to highlight the, the problem of conservatorship and other people taking over your legal affairs has turned into basically a little cottage industry of its life. My wife started to watch the BBC Three documentary, which I believe is also going to get shown on BBC Two, and it is f-ing awful. It's the New York Times documentary, right? Is good. That's the one I've watched. In yeah. that, yeah, it talks to loads of people. There's yeah. another one with this guy who he's just. One of these celebrity BBC journalists, and obviously he's been commissioned by the BBC, he's an independent journalist, but he's he's not a gonzo journalist where, like Hunter S. Thompson, where you put yourself into the yes, story yes, yes. and you become the story to highlight other things around the story. He's a celebrity journalist who thinks he's part of the story, who thinks he's just as important as the story. Who is it? I don't know. It, I think he's called Mabeen something. And he's, he's a BAFTA winner. He's made documentaries before about being gay and Muslim in the UK. But this documentary was less about Britney and more about him <sighs> going, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm in Las Vegas. This is lovely. Wow. I'm talking to all these people with no rigor. And he's, one of his opening lines of the entire documentary is something like, she was the first pop star of her kind. She represented the American dream. And I'm paraphrasing here, so it's not an exact quote. In 2002, she was officially the most powerful celebrity on earth. And I'm going, That's, what, that... did we vote for this? Or was there yeah. a point system? Yes. She's officially the most powerful celebrity on earth. What, could she like bat an eyelid and get somebody murdered? What? And this was supposed to be a journalist's investigation into Free Britney. And it's... that set the tone for me. And it was fucking awful. He looks like George Michael in the Last Christmas video because <laughs> his, uh, his his stubble goes all the way almost to his chest. Oh, God. That's, he's a BAFTA winner, so he's good. But... Or, or is he? Well, I, I mean, I, 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 well, just, I don't want to say it, anything. I mean, I might, no. be, might be stepping... You know what I'm going to invoke here, given what's no. happened in the last few days. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean everything, does it? No, it, it was just an awful... And Britney Spears has come out today whether through her own independent channels or through... Uh, I don't care. She's probably come out through a conservatory quite, into the garden, yeah, given yeah. a statement. She's, gone, she's come out through the veranda. Through the veranda. And she's quite right, or whoever as part of her team is quite right to say, stop making her into a cottage industry. It's We know of her problems. They've been well-documented because TMZ was virtually invented to follow her. Yes. Yeah, this is just... you know, there's a lot, a lot to be said for. I mean, you know, the, the stories of uh, Paul Dacre down the years and his app is screaming at underlings mm. are, are iconic. 
and his lo- his love of great Anglo-Saxon. Yes, um, yes. But when, when you're saying to me that you've paraphrased, obviously the, the the intro to that documentary, and that is what the sort of, the sort of tone of it. There's a lot to be said at that point for that being given to an editor or director like Paul Lake going, no, and just absolutely giving it to him. That is absolutely awful. Go and do it again. You beep, 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 beep. Because it, I'm sorry, if that but, is... A BBC it, documentary. Yes, there has to be rigour. You know, it might have been a separate commission, but it's still a BBC documentary. Yeah. At one point, he tries to talk to one of the lawyers involved. They send back a multi-page document... And rather than him going, well, they, they won't give me an interview, so I'm, I'm not going to give them, I'm going to empty chair them. He reads it out, sat on a sofa in his hotel room in LA on his laptop. That's not how it should work. If you can't get it, you don't put it in. Yeah. And that's where your balance is. Most of it was him driving around and him, he spoke to the daughter of Peter Falk. And Peter Falk. Columbo, As in Colombo. And. Uh, yeah, and, and Princess Diaries <laughs> and stuff like that. Not Princess Diaries, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Christ, Daniel. Um, Mowage! <laughs> Mowage! Oh, God. <laughs> Such a great film. Um, and Peter Falk uh, was under a conservatorship uh, over his last few years because I think he had dementia or, or something along those lines. Uh, and there was lots of arguments behind the conservatorship and stuff. And this guy, on meeting him, his first thing is, oh, my parents really loved Columbo. It's like, oh, you fucking idiot. I hate- did he actually say that? Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. Like, How is that irrelevant to Britney? But- Br- Britney Spears fans and fans of Columbo are, if there's a Venn diagram, there's very Venn, little yeah, points that... of crossover. There, yeah, there really isn't. There's just, you know, no. Oh, so, but do you know, do you know what that smacks me of? It just that says to me, is that if there's a lot, they've obviously gone and got right. We've gone to the BBC with a commission and said, right, we can make this, or they've already made it, or something, and they've already got all the plans in place, and they've and then they've really got there, and the whole thing has just fallen apart. And they think, Christ, we've got still got to provide a, however long the documentary is, an hour long documentary on this, or what have you. We've still got to provide this, right? Let's get ourselves lots of footage of us in a Mustang rolling down the highway towards Vegas, all of that classic Americana filler crap. I haven't seen this documentary. I'm just surmising what you said. I don't think I need to see it. You've got it perfect. You've got it perfect. Going into Vegas, the sign with Las Vegas on it, all all the classic tropes of anything. He He speaks to a paparazzi who is as mad as a box of frogs, you know, like proper canes it in the daytime, goes out with a camera at night time. Yeah. It, it is Ugh. that, and going, oh, I'm in Las Vegas. Isn't this exciting? It's like, no, just fucking get on with it. Oh, it's, so me and the wife argued The about least this, they could have funny. done at that point was got Matt Goss on. The least they could have done. Yes. If you're going to yeah. Vegas and do pop yeah. stars, get Matt Goss on, because at least you're going to get some quotable lines out of him. He, he doesn't they... talk in broad value statements. He talks in very specific, <laughs> nonsensical <laughs> language about arrows and trying to hit the dart of... Pop magnificence and all the rest of it. That, yeah. that, that's what you want. If you're gonna have, if you can't get Britney or anybody of any kind of note, then what you want is some quotable crap. That that's what you. That's what you want. And he's he's failed on every conceivable level. Then. So me and the, the wife argued, and this, my being lad, then got access. He was in the courtroom in December, which I think is the last time they talked about the conservatorship. And they're talking about it again in June, July of 2021. 
So the BBC have got him into the courtroom <laughs> and he brings up nothing revelatory and there's no conclusion to it because he could have waited a couple more months to add something exclusive or interesting that adds to the debate, whether or not that debate should be there. And it just, what pisses me off about this is there are so many great journalists at the BBC yeah. that get overlooked because they're not celebrity. There's so many great journalists in the UK, full stop, and in the world. Let's just go huge on this. But no, it has to be fronted by Stacey Dooley because a ginger Cockney woman talking to some dying Africans in a hospital looks better on camera. And it's this whole thing of celebrity journalism is not a new thing. It is as old as time. Mm. There's the, the, the maximum of being a journalist is you never become part of the story. You are the observer from yeah. outside looking in that can look beyond prejudice and be the balance. Celebrity journalism is all about me, me, me. And I'm doing a bit of a Jed Mercurio here <clears throat> in that well, I, I, at the moment we have a celebrity journalist in the most important house yeah. in the United Kingdom. Mm who has fallen his way up by being sacked by virtually every tome he's ever worked for, for lying, mm. for forming opinions without the facts, for quoting people when they never said things, for ratting on his sources so somebody could be beaten up. And we've had him put into number 10 Downing Street. And... I'm not saying Mabeen is Boris, but this is what happens. This is what happens. Today, literally today, Number 10 Downing Street could not confirm or deny whether or not Conservative Party donors had been approached for money to help towards costs for nannies, for Boris's <laughs> plethora of children. <laughs> Line of Duty was not a drama. It was a mirror. <laughs> and people are angry because it didn't end up with a bang-bang shootout and H turned out to be an evil power lord. It turned out because it was mundane. But you're living it at the moment. You are living it. And it's really damn frustrating. Me on this side of the Atlantic watching what's happening there. And I don't know what's going on. I, I think, I think, I mean, you, you, you I have to see the irony in you complaining about the conclusion of the B documentary when you were like, no, no, the Atlanta of Duty is great. But I think there is something in this because what I think should happen hence. But that's real. That's real. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. But yeah. I think, I think the point being is that what should happen now at the end of every day and every single television programme is that there should be a Line of Duty-esque recap of the day. Yeah. So when you get into bed of an evening, you should just go, there should be just a, a half a dozen still, little bits of going, right, so, you know, this finished the day, and then it should just go, and then you all go to sleep. That's That should be the end of every single television show, make them all a minute or two shorter, or in fact, just, just take it out of the one show's time. That's that's. Well, EastEnders is only twenty three minutes long. Yeah, now, isn't well, it? they've got back up to normal level. Yeah, so 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 shorten everything. Uh, the one show that's fine. Jermaine fucking genius posting that three days a week. Uh, <clears throat> and, what? 
Oh, the, the new, oh, the new, have oh, you not heard this? The new host of the one show that sitting alongside Alex Jones on the sofa is Jermaine Genus Monday to Wednesday. Former Spurs and yeah, yeah, Newcastle oh, United yeah, yeah. box. Yeah, yeah, him. Lucky to have a few England caps, Jermaine Genus. Him. And then Ronan Keating on Thursdays and Fridays. Oh, shoot me now. Shoot me now. Oh, again, that's Louis Walsh's fault. The c- <laughs> Well, he didn't pick Jermaine Genius for England, did he, to be fair? But, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll give you the other thing, but, yeah. But, no, Louis there you go. did so, not pick Jermaine Genius for, for England. <laughs> Very close but, to. But, the, the, it's, yeah. But, just take it all out the one show's time, and then, because I think Jermaine Genius gets enough screen time, don't mind him on Match of the Day, he's fine. And at least he had the good grace on Sunday night on Match of the Day to, to turn around and go, I'm not a United fan, I don't really understand, I, I, I can't understand the depth of feeling about this. Not like... I. Don't get it. Like, as in, to, I want to hear from people who actually have that. He's, and that's fair he's enough. He's good on Match of the Day and Football Focus because yeah. that's his wheelhouse. Yes. Yeah. But I think he does, does he do MOTDX or something like that or something. Anyway, Ugh. but there you go. So I, I just, yeah, I, th- I think end every day now, I think what we need to do is, ha- is have our own sort of montage at the end with all of the main protagonists of every show and or every day in our own lives as a sort of line of duty ending, because I think that would at least give us some semblance of closure because we are living in a mercurial world. And I am um, an mercurial girl. girl. Exactly. And <laughs> <laughs> scene. I, yeah, I can't, I go, I can't I, go with anything better than that. No, Sorry. I don't know I don't know if I don't know if you've raised my soul or plunged it deeper. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah, it's it just when you think when I, you know, I, sat, I sat and watched on the one show. I sat and watched this time last night, and and um and I and what you said today about that documentary, and when you were saying it, I was thinking of Stacey Dooley, and some of this 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 nonsense. To, and I was thinking I don't learn. There was some there was some very good celebrity journalism. Don't get me wrong, but the the the, the filming this time where he goes to the monastery, and and all the rest of it, and I'm thinking that is absolutely the, the satire in that is so good. Because that is an absolutely perfect distillation of what a lot of a huge yeah. quantity of celebrity yeah. journalism is yeah. is like. You know, setting up, nodding, talking head, plunging yourself in as part of the story, even though it's not called for it. Yeah, yeah. And then, Alan, and then Alan Partridge and Philomena Kunk have completely dismantled yeah. the entire concept of of celebrity journalism. And well, the, that's why Scepted Isle is great. And yeah, these are the places of my life. Yeah. That's why it's great. But. Yeah, the, the Alan Partridge thing where he just goes, right, Burger King, and then dri- dri- drives off yeah. to Dr. Alban. It's just like in a, in a vet <laughs> That was great. It's just like every single... I, 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 they get into watching it when they're like, why, why, why is that? And I'm roaring with laughter, and they're like, don't get it. I'm thinking, you, you're far too young to understand any of this. When I watched the episode first, my first instinct was, I don't like this. This doesn't feel right. Because it's just reverted back to Alan Partridge is a god again, and he's on the TV, and and I did I, I didn't like it. I didn't I I felt it was a little bit on Partridge, but then I watched it a second time, mm. and the gags that you miss, yeah, because I think this more than the first series is playing it straighter. Yeah, they're playing it now as if Alan's back. He's established. He's he's back on the BBC. He's finally been given a second series. And he's king again. Oh, oh, just the whole things with Simon Denton 
at the board. Oh, <laughs> that was it's just that was excruciating and brilliant in equal measure. That was yeah, I I, I oh, love that. The best thing that the what are they called the Gibbons brothers. The best things that they're at is because they didn't come up with the character because they weren't there at his formation. They're like you and me yes. in that they're just mega fans who are. They know everything that's gone before. Unlike Jed Mercurio, they're trying to sort of circle it back and do callbacks to every single thing that's ever been in his life. Yes. And it it works. The, the fact that they did a callback from season one of this time with Simon uh, Farnaby yeah. coming back, that episode that he's in when he's going, oh, so how did you become a TV presenter? Oh, your dad was head of <laughs> current affairs or something. And then they've gone at this one. And he's got yeah, one of Britain's best loved TV presenters. I wouldn't say that. No, I got it off your website. That is just, it's, you watch it and you go, yes. Oh, the, the gag about the kid from primary school writing in because he wanted to see inside. Oh, that was brilliant. Of, about of Jenny's of Jenny's dressing room. And the, the two gags that came off of it, the only the only way that that could happen is if you had a time machine and went back to the 70s. Oh, yes. Wasn't all good. But then he's then, oh, maybe one day he could be head of the BBC. And then? <laughs> he went to a state school. <laughs> no. Oh, God, it is. Oh, it, it's, you know it's good partridge when you want to watch it again immediately. Yes. I haven't. I've only watched it and, once. I probably will only get a chance to watch it once, but yeah. Watch it again. Okay. It is, it's It's like a sexy onion. It's so layered. <laughs> so layered, man. It's weird that everything that we've just spoken about all links into the same thing. Mm. It really does. People falling upwards. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Top Contents. There is a full archive for you to enjoy right now at podfollow.com slash topcontentspod. It will open up in your usual podcast player. You know what would be great? If you could review, share, subscribe, do all that. Tell people that you know you know and you like about us and just tell people that you don't like uh, about us as well because we just want more listeners because that would be great. And also you can find us on social media at Top Content Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. As always, Top Content has been a top content production.